Hello, Kendra. Kendra, hi. Oh. I tried to be you and I failed. <laughs> I, had, I had something in my throat. Mm. I mean, I didn't. And you really. had a hello. You know what, like, in you, your throat. like when people say, like, oh, I had something in my throat, but they don't actually mean they had anything in their throat because that would have been terrifying. Right. If they had something in their throat. I think we often have, like, no, there's like, but you know what I mean, like not something alien or anything like, right, like right. foreign, or, yeah. you know, in your object, like in, in your object, like an object in your throat. It's yeah. just like a little bit of like spittle that got back there and, and, and confused you. <laughs> so people you. say, oh, I'm sorry, it's some spittle in my throat. <laughs> yeah, like some phlegm. Yeah. Qu- yeah. A quick note, I have some, uh, some good old saliva Sometimes... mixed with some other stuff. Maybe there's some food, maybe there's some... <laughs> Misplaced mucus? Huge problem for me. I don't know about you. Oh, gross. Speaking of misplaced things, the opposite of that is placing things where they belong, i.e. cleaning. You said you had some thoughts on cleaning. <laughs> wow. I figured you wanted it wow. set up. Wow. That was actually, I, I really deeply needed a setup on this one. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I did a ton of cleaning this weekend. I can I can tell. Can you is the essence in the air? The essence clean? is in the air. The, the the piles are smaller and more sporadic. <laughs> yeah, actually, I will say this is the room that got left behind from. I've, I've walked around your entire apartment now. You forced me to. Yeah. And no, there definitely is a feeling of 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 things that have been are kind of coming together. Yeah. And like there, you, we're sort of like in a. In, in, we're not in the final phase with some mm-hmm. of the stuff, but you can still tell. You can tell. And Thank if you, you don't quit now, it's going to go great. But my problem is. You're going to quit Back now in for spring, yourself. for spring cleaning, I kind of stopped halfway, and I've been living in that sort of thing well, for like five months now. This is a great advocation. Advocation? Um, for... Abdication? <laughs> yes, I'm On abdicating from cleaning. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, I, I think that spring cleaning gets all the press, but I think fall cleaning deserves a little bit more... Um, Love. I think, yeah, I, I, you, this is the, what you wanted to bring up, and I'm sorry to jump in right away, <laughs> but I do think there's a reason for that, and the reason is no one's that excited about fall cleaning. Well, but here's the thing. Spring Wait, that wasn't a re- reason. The reason people aren't excited about fall cleaning <laughs> is that you're, you're kind of getting things in order to kind of hunker down for the winter, and there's a less excitement than like, let's open the windows up and get air in, and but the I summer's think, like, coming. spring cleaning, it's just you cleaning your house before you leave your house a bunch. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Like you clean your house and then you probably are going to go travel. You're going to spend weekends in other places. You're not going to be at your house that much. Right. So it's like you clean it for no one. Whereas fall cleaning, you're cleaning it for you. I mean, you for the next six months. Ken, I don't know if all our listeners or you know, a lot of people have second homes like you do. But for me, I still stay, I'm still i still in my house quite a bit during the uh, no, late spring not. and summer. You know you're not. I am. I know no, I am. You, always, you're, you are always jet-setting around. I'm trying Mr. to escape jet something setter. that never quite gets or escaped. Like you're at the beach. Yeah, you know, and right. you're getting sand in the house either way. But, I, but you know me. like I, I don't let winter keep me in. That's true. Actually. I'll trudge just, out there. Yeah, you're I'm a, a trudger. You're a go-getter. I like I like the, I like giving myself a goal, you know, and mm-hmm. like really getting out there and being miserable. Yeah, you're so good at it. I'm so good. At it. <laughs> anyway, no, but I know yeah, because you're like setting up like what is it? What's that called? Uh, it's like something they do nesting. In, ne- no, really. A lot of people call it nesting. I thought it was like denning, but that doesn't sound like a thing at all. Who is that actor with the last name Dennings? Dennings? Oh, Cat Dennings. <laughs> you know what's funny is, <laughs> you said that and I was like, no, 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 you're thinking of Brian Dennehy. And then I was like, she's not thinking of Brian Dennehy. My question is, do you know who Brian Dennehy is? Of course not. He's a really old actor. <laughs> no, it's Cat Dennings. <laughs> the, the, pro- 
morbidly anxious yeah, the, that you would know right. about. That's in the wavelength of things that I could possibly know. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm excited to be entering fall cleaning and getting my dennings in order and then... You know what I like? I just noticed, and I'm, I'm happy for you. I don't mean to... But uh, like spring cleaning almost sounds like sprinkling. And fall cleaning almost sounds like falconing. I think we can look at it that way. <laughs> Neither of those things are true. So that's good. Um, so what's Perry Gilpin up to? Is that... Speaking of Perry Gilpin. <laughs> Four degrees... Gilpin. So, so what'd you watch? A deer. What did I watch? Yeah, I heard you went to a movie in the cinema. You actually went to two, but I only want to hear about one. Well, I'm going to talk about both, but quickly. <laughs> I went and saw Wildlife. Mm, yes, Paul Dano. Alone. Directed. Paul, Paul Dano directed, wrote written. it. With Co- Zoe Kazan. Yeah. Koei <laughs> Zagan. <laughs> was what I just almost said. He, uh, he, he, he wrote it with <laughs> Zoe Kazan. <laughs> his, his partner. Yeah. Um, and they uh, adapted a novel by Richard Ford. I say that just knowing that they adapted a novel by Richard Ford. I don't know Richard Ford's novels. Yeah. Um, Thank God. <laughs> no, I've heard good things. Yeah, um, I but uh, basically it's about a... Um, a family coming apart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically uh, you got Jake Gyllenhaal. We see got, him around New York. Yep. Well, I, I never have. Have you? People talk about him all the time. I think it's just people talk about yeah. him all the time. Yeah. Every you time, just like Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I feel like it's just like any time someone's like, "Oh, I just saw someone." It's generally Jake I've, Gyllenhaal. I've seen a bunch of people lately. Mister Mister John NYC. Slattery. Oh yeah, that was a big one. Gerard Butler. Wow. Patty Gotts Constantine. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's a little lesser known than those other Wow, people. you're just seeing men, men, men. Well, I work in Tribeca, so they're like they're that's all around. People go. Yeah, that's where all the men are. Well, I've seen uh, Jessica Beale. Oh, right. Um but anyway. Oh, John saw Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And her hair was blonde and he went. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I did a like like a confused googly eyes. Wait. I'm just surprised that John recognized her. And was like blonde hair. <laughs> no, I think he was like he was like uh, he looked at her like Miss Gyllenhaal. <laughs> What's your latest? What's happening? What What are you doing this blonde hair for? Uh, no, I think he was just um, he thought he, this is what actually happens in New York most of the time mm. when you recognize people, you think it's your friend for a second. Oh and right. Then you yeah. remember, oh no, that's not my friend. That's some. That's a famous person, and that's how it happens every single time. Like. That's what just happened with me, John Slattery. I was at my favorite uh, lunch spot. Yeah. Mooncake Foods. Very good. Um, and Delicious. he was walking in. He was walking in by the window I was sitting at first. And I looked up and I did a double tape. Du- double tape? <laughs> did a double tape. A double-sided tape. Yes, double-sided of course, tape. like we all do. <laughs> I was trying to keep my cleavage in order. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what double-sided tape is? Well, you can use that to, if you want. If you have like an open... Um, what's the... Shirt? The open dress, yeah. And, you, and it's very... You can kind of keep things in place. You've never heard about this? Well, I mean, I guess oh, I, I have, but like, I'm like barely. 
I'm just it's shocked. It's not like I know that much about it. I haven't read books about it at all. Or <laughs> like that. Jesus. Okay, <laughs> so, so John Slattery. John Slattery and I lock eyes because I'm like, oh, it's, I look, hey, John, I know you. And like, I didn't do that. But right. I just, and then he sort of looked at me and then I just sort of went back to my food, like, all oh, cool. Like, right, I'm right. a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, then I was like, you oh, care Slattery. Too. Yeah. Oh, what's funny is when I saw that Patty Constantine guy who's in like a Bourne movie and he was in, um, in America and he's been in a bunch of like British things. He's British. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if he's Irish or British actually, but he, he's something okay, from over sure. there. Yeah, yeah, we get it. UK. <laughs> he's not Australian. I can tell you that. <laughs> but, uh, we were, we were at this place called Bubby's and they, they have a lot of celebrities go there cause it's mm-hmm. a really overpriced delicious food spot in yeah. Rebecca and um we were just sitting there and then you know well uh, my friend just says like uh um hey any celebrities here right now like and I was like I just and I ended up in like <laughs> started coughing and then I texted him like the guy right to the right of you because it's like really tight sitting <laughs> the guy right to the right of you was in a born movie and he was like <sighs> he's like I'm the worst <laughs> That's hilarious. I love just like going to a place and saying, any celebrities here? That's really good. Follow at the Baking Poppy. Oh, yeah. That was the friend. Um, um, he was At that point, he was the lunching poppy with me. <laughs> that's very good. Um, anyway, um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Carrie Mulligan um, have a son. Um, they also uh, um, don't really like each other that much. And, mm. uh, you know, things yeah. uh, happen. Um, but beautifully, like so beautifully shot. And it's set in 1960 um, Montana. Mm. And it's just like a really gorgeous movie. That halfway through you're thinking, is this more than a postcard? Like a sad postcard? Yeah. And then at the end you're like, it is. It's more than a postcard. It's a great movie. I liked it a lot. You liked it a lot? Wow. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch it because it doesn't look like my type of I don't think it's your type of movie. Like, when I was watching it, I was like, this is giving me hints of Carol, and I'm very happy right mm. now. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it's great. You love Carol. But then I... Was that sh- just because Mulligan was in it? Well, she wasn't in Carol. Oh, she just looks like she would be in Carol. Well, Carol also, the two films feature exquisitely dressed women. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. It's something I'm realizing I'm into. Yeah, Kate you're Bl- just like... Kate Blanchett from the 60s and uh, maybe 50s. And who was her friend? Rooney Mara. Amara. Rudy, Amara. Yeah, Amara's there. They're taking over Hollywood. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> then, you, then I shimmied out of there, mm-hmm. went shopping, did a few other things, met up with a mutual friend of ours and friend of the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll call her Baz. Oh, I love it's that. code name. Yeah. Check out the review. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, she had wanted to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm, yes. And I said, okay, I love Queen. Yeah. But I wasn't dying to see it. Right. No. But I will say this. I loved it. You had a good time? Yeah. There are some issues with the movie, I think. Um, I think it wants to be everything at once. Mm-hmm. And it's like a PG-13 movie, even though it shows, like, it, like, refers to hard drugs and a lot of, like... Weird just that like, it's PG-13. Yeah. They, I think they wanted to kind of... They wanted to be a family movie. I don't... But they didn't shoot it like that. Um, I just mean more, like, the money that a family movie could bring. Yes, and that's the money it's making, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked yeah, at how well too. it's doing. Not to be, like... People really like Queen music, though, and they and they and the movie's full of it, uh, surprisingly. They, they have right. a whole soundtrack of the, of the music. <laughs> I just didn't think... I knew people liked Queen, yeah. but I didn't think people would go to a movie theater yeah. about Queen. I, I think it's becoming the new thing, this whole, like, sort of... Um, pop music musical thing because mm-hmm. um the greatest showman yeah well that, that actually was kind of it even though it, it doesn't have that aesthetic but it, it yeah that, it used the sounds of today for circus folk of like back then you know like mm. it, it, no it had like pop infused music for like 
in the in, greatest showman in the greatest showman like oh, it yes. was like it was musical music but you know they oh no 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 also you can go through the thing and be like this sounds like this person on the charts this sounds like this person on the charts this sounds like this person right i'll keep saying that right. forever keep saying it <laughs> like, we got we got all day let's do it just put it on repeat 24 hour in pod. post but yeah like that star is born mm-hmm. um, we're sitting waiting for the movie to start there's like 12 previews that come up before it right one of the previews is rocket man a new biopic about Elton John. He's still alive. <laughs> a gay superstar rock star from the 70s. When we're about to see a biopic <laughs> about a gay superstar rock star. I mean, honestly, can you think of a better movie to pitch your movie before? No. Maybe the other way around. No, and, and you know, <laughs> know what it is? So the, the director of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was Brian Singer. The disgraced Brian Singer. The creep Brian Singer. Ugh. He was let go because of some reason. They said it wasn't because he's a terrible person that belongs in jail. They said it was for other reasons. But the guy that came in, and I'm forgetting his name, he's the guy that directed Rocket Man. So they're like, can you just finish this movie while you're finishing this other movie oh, that's wow. similar? That's really busy. Yeah, but you know this Rocket Man movie, we're going way off right now, stars, you know who plays Elton John? Our boy from Kingsman. I don't know how to. I don't. I forget his name. What? Yes, he actually like the young man. Young man who's also going to be in Robin Hood. Yes. Oh my God! What a busy boy. Yeah, Good for him. he is a busy boy. I said it out loud <laughs> in the theater. I was like, "What a busy boy!" And everyone was like, "Boo!" And they threw popcorn at me. But, they were like, "We want you to be a busy boy." And you know who's also in it? As like some other guy who I don't really know. Um, our boy Richard Madden. Oh yeah, from Bodyguard. From Bodyguard. From Bodyguard. Yeah, the Bodyguard. And uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> I was worried about being. Bohem- anyway, I was worried about it because the first trailer like really barely hinted at his homosexuality. Sexuality, like mm-hmm. it was like very like, oh, we're not going to touch upon this at all, are mm-hmm. we? We're just going to show him as like the rock star, and they show him with women and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he did have an early relationship on that was a very important relationship to him, uh, to a woman. They got engaged, and then at some point, they I think they both realized like. He's not yeah. really. Oh. My stomach just made the <laughs> loudest noise. I hope it comes anyway, in. The movie does handle it. I do think there was a point. For, I'll just say this: there was a point for me about halfway through the movie where I was like, huh, "I don't know." Like some of this is uh, bothering me, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, I was like, "Okay, they went there. All right." But mm-hmm. I, I could see someone seeing it being like, "That was not bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I, I think they, I think they, they turned it around enough um, yeah. for it to work. And um, with, and as far as like the the uh, like live scenes and the just the music um, and how they they play it out, very fun movie. Uh, people in the theater were really into it. Yeah, um, this guy next to me was like really into it. Uh, <laughs> He was like, wait. So did you go to alone? Alone to the? No, you went with Baz to that one. Baz, yeah. And the other one you went alone to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Love I, I that. had a sad morning. Wow. And then more of a rollicking, uh, yeah. shared, fun uh, afternoon That's movie. That's great. Um, but like, there were parts where like they started doing "We Will Rock You," and the guy next to me was like, "Yes," <laughs> and he was like going along with them. That's great. And then at one point they started That's doing. That's actually the um, reason why you do that movie. Another one bites the dust, and they're like, "Oh, I have a new idea," and they're like, "We're not doing a disco song." He's like, "Just listen," and he goes like, "Boom, boom." Doom, doom. And like someone in the background was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I great. guess when you think about it, like maybe that all of the amount of amazing music that he made, they, it would be fair to just be like, what is it? Oh, it's just all of his songs woven together in a live experience. Honestly, that would be like, 
that sounds like worth my money. If that's all you went to the movie, if you went to the movie and you're like, nothing else worked, like nothing else, you'd yeah. be like, well, I heard like 20 of their songs <laughs> and guess what? They have 20 awesome songs. <laughs> like, and they're all kind of different. And like, they talk about, there's like a lot of um, speech, like speechifying in the movie mm-hmm. about what queen really means. It's like, we do whatever we want and we, we do different things and we have songs that are across the whole spectrum of what rock can be. And like, they, yeah. they just like say those things out loud and part of you wants to roll your eyes, but then they do something and you're like, mm-hmm. no, that was a little different. That's right. great. Isn't that great? Um, but that was a lot of fun. Um, I've heard there was our villain man from Game of Thrones. Villain man was in it, yeah. yeah. He played... Um, What's uh, his real name? I just looked it up. Aiden Gillian? Aiden, no. No, Aiden Aiden's Gillian right. Anderson. No. <laughs> You're spoiling the end. Aiden, what's his name? Um, well, Rami Malek, right? From uh, mm-hmm. your, your boy from Mr. Robot. Um, Aiden Gillian. Yeah, Aiden you were Gillen. right. Aiden, well, I said Gillian. Fair. I was too, I was too, I was thirsty for that connection, mm-hmm. which um, we're not telling. I know there's the no connection. Shut up, everyone! Hey, shut up! <laughs> not you, but you. Yeah, just like it's so pressuring us. Well, he played Freddie Mercury, and <clears throat> everyone was really good in it. Rami Malek did not. Rami Malek, yeah, no, no, no. But <laughs> <laughs> but his um his uh, manager was played by. Uh, oh my God, is he slimy or is he like just a good guy? He's actually not slimy in it. It's weird because when you said he's that he's crossed. the manager, I was like, I automatically assumed he was the Star is Born manager. Because he could have been that man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They could have replaced him with that in a second. He, at one point, uh, this isn't a big spoiler. At one point, he is double-crossed and made to look like he was a, he's a slime ball when it really wasn't him to begin with. And oh, he, but it'd be so he, easy he, to just be like that he's being told. He's being told, like, get out of here. You're You're a creep. And you're like... I'm okay with it because it's like, it's you. Like, we've seen you. Right. You've done some terrible yeah. And I know you're playing a different character right now, but you're bringing some baggage. Right. So you got to get out. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he was in Game of Thrones as Baelish, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, what else was he in? Oh, he was in Maze Runner. Oh my God, that's right. Oh my Lord. <laughs> which brings us to movie number Maze, two, which I recently watched. Maze You recently watched. You made me watch it. You mazed me watch it. <laughs> You put me in a little maze, a little yeah. emotional maze I couldn't get out of. Yeah, you didn't want to watch it, and then... We watched another movie first. We watched first. another movie first, yeah. and then I think the next day it was you're, like... You're, another choice of yours. It is time. Yeah. <laughs> it is time. So well, because I've been waiting for Maze Runner 3 to come out on... What was it called again? Uh, the, uh, Death, the Cure? Death Cure. Death Cure. So wait, so let's let's back up, because you made me watch the, the first two before. Yeah. Maze Runner 1, what's that called? Just Maze Runner? I don't know, Chronicles or something? Maze Runner Chronicles, okay. Uh, and then two, what's that, like the Scorched one? What's that? The Scorched? Oh, Scorched Trials. Scorched Trials. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did not like that one at all. I don't remember liking that Can one Can I tell bit. you, I can't remember one thing from all three of these movies. It is, actually, it's all, number three is coming back to me slowly. Scorched Trials. The, you, the one, you mean the one we watched within the last, like, seven days is coming? Yeah, no, no, well, but, two weeks. Well, all I'm saying is Scorched Trials is Scorched Earth in my brain. I don't remember one well, thing about as that. As we all remember, and you just said you didn't. But let me remind you, they escaped the maze only to find out everything outside of that, Scorched Earth. They have nowhere to go. Right. No. Oh, and they're zombies. Lots of zombies. Yeah. That's where they get yep. to. Which I think what they managed to do is there was, like, sorry, someone in the upstairs probably dropped a phone charger. Would be my guess. Someone in the upstairs. <laughs> There's someone in the upstairs. <laughs> um. Anyway, so the Maze Runner, the first one, you're like, oh, it's kids trapped in a maze, and then the second one, you're like, oh, there's zombies. If it, once they got out of the maze, 
And then in the third one, you're like, they were trying to find a cure with the maze, kids. What an emotional roller coaster, right? <laughs> kids, get out of the maze. Oh, no, now you're zombies. Get back in the maze. <laughs> right, right. And then they have really positive feelings about the maze. And the thing is... At one point, I was like, kids, you have to stop listening to me, all right? I told you, get out of the maze. All of a sudden, you're surrounded by zombies. Until you get back in the maze, you're trapped in the maze. You have to find your own way. Right. And what they did was... They, they murdered a bunch of scientists. They murdered a bunch of scientists. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I would... um. So the reason I watched that was just because of the guy who is in it, whose name I can't remember right now. He, you don't. We've talked about him a million times. Yeah, yeah, you really like him. Yeah. Why don't you? Uh, um, Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien <laughs> got there. Oh, I thought you were gonna really whiff. No, I got it. I got it. I, I actually it. thought I thought Death Cure was wasn't a bad movie. Really? I kind of enjoyed it. So anyway, I've been waiting for this to come onto HBO or onto something because HBO. They'll do this thing where they'll be like, they'll be like, the making of mm-hmm. whatever. What was this one called? Death Cure. Maze Runner, Death Cure. And I was like... We just said it. Yeah. Come on, come on, <laughs> There's 50 of them. <laughs> anyway, they're like, uh, whatever about Death Cure. And I'm like, so I watched, I didn't even watch the making of, but when I see it there, then I know the movie at some point will come on there. And then I waited like a full fucking year. Yeah, you, it never you, came, and you, then you were talking about it a lot. And then it came on in a preview for another HBO show I was watching, and it played this little movie where it's like all, all the spend your winter with us. Mm. Like that's what HBO did. Yeah. They were just like check out our flicks, and I was like, one. There was one shot with Dylan O'Brien and Mace Runner running, and I was like, <clears throat> I think that that's because they knew that that was gonna be like the end of the slate. They're like, let's give a little taste of that it, one. No, I don't think they, I think, anyway, then I had to wait another month after seeing that trailer being like, and I look, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hit the cord, okay. Um, but uh, then I, and it wasn't anywhere. I think because no one cares about this movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think that there's a really understandable well, It did well internationally, though. We looked it up. Right. I looked it up. So that's, that's probably why they things. were like, on HBO, they were like, we yeah. From what we've seen, you shouldn't give a shit about this. You know what's funny? You know, you know what else came on HBO now is the post, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I really don't want to see that movie because <laughs> I kept waiting for it to be free. And then I'm like, oh, it's only on HBO. Yeah. No. No. And I still just, no. I guess. I kept moving on <laughs> and just watching other things. I love when you're like, I think the reason I don't want to watch this is because I don't want to spend extra money. And then it's like, oh, it's bigger than that. That happened with. Um, Turns out it's because it's about a newspaper. War for the Planet of the Apes. I kept because I liked the first two movies. I watched the third one in theaters. I remember you, yeah, and you uh, you loved it. I did not. You did not. Um, but finally, I watched it. It was on HBO, and um, I didn't love it. It was just uh, here's the thing. Did you see what's his face go with the knife? It was um, it was really well done. I remember people saying this. They're like, "Wow, what a really well done movie that I don't want to see because it's like, it's." There's nothing fun about it. Like right. they took all the fun out of it. Like it was, it's very yeah. It was it's bleak. like sad and like someone. Um, one of my my favorite comedy comedy people ever. Wow. Uh, Me. Tom, Tom oh, Sharpling. Wow. Well, and you. <laughs> the two of you are on Mount Rush, Rushmore. You're right next to each other. Yeah. It's really you're nice the Jefferson. You. He's whoever's next to Jefferson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're you'll always be my Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he was like, "Why would I want to see a bunch of like cool monkeys get shot?" It's yeah. like, oh, there's a good point to that. Like, you see a lot of, like, carnage. Yeah. And it's sad because, you see, like, a lot of movies you'll see, like, humans go down. Mm-hmm. You're almost like, 
used to that and like oh, yeah know. like well. but the, like the monkeys thing you're like what I really got invested in those monkeys <laughs> yeah oh, I guess they're apes they're We're apes come on <laughs> come on it's like in the freaking title uh, also what's it called again death care um our last last week's Perry Gilpin connection mm. Woody Harrelson oh my god was in that he's actually really good in and it he too. ate with a knife that's yeah. what I was gonna say uh, um <laughs> Dylan O'Brien <laughs> bring it back. So now I have to go from a great movie to talk about Dylan O'Brien in a... A great human. Um, he, I think he's funny. Well, you've been... The reason he, you, we brought him up is because you, shamefully... I don't really... Like the other day I was here, everyone, and we're just hanging out. We're having a great time. And then all of a sudden Kendra's like... You remember when she was like, stay here and watch this movie with me? This time she was like, uh, John and I are going to watch uh, Team Wolf. And I was like... Oh, okay, I'll go. And she's like, yeah. No, I said, you can stay. No, You're welcome to as, stay. As I brought up right after that, and I looked at John, and I was like, you know, this is her way of telling me to leave. Like, <laughs> we're going to watch Teen Wolf, so be gone. No, then, it was many, a... Then what did you guys watch? Like, four Teen Wolves? Yeah, we actually Teen watched Wolves? way too many because I... Um, I think I stayed up till like, midnight. We stayed up till midnight <laughs> watching Teen Wolves that night. It was really bad. It was actually... That's why you got to start early. With yeah. the Teen Wolves. Oh, because they're so gripping. Uh, <laughs> so, John and I have gone through a lot of teen. Like, we did Sabrina just the other... Did you guys finish that? We finished Sabrina. Oh, we need to talk about that somewhere. Um Yeah, it was really... I, I've only watched the first two with you. I thought we were going to watch the whole series together, but then something happened. all about this. Oh, then my something God. happened. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Betrayal. Anyway. Um. Anyway, we watch a bunch of... Uh, great TV shows that involve witchcraft or spooky things spooky. or like a supernatural. Mm -hmm. And this, I was like, Oh, you should like, I was like, we should watch this just because the end is so freaking great. Like the last three seasons are a great, like interesting sciencey fiction, fantasy, weird world. The first two seasons are some of the worst <laughs> Like, worse. Do you have to start with them? No, I told him we didn't have to, and he's like, no, then I want to go back. And Where are you guys right now? Are you still in, in We're in the... season two. So, okay. honestly, season two gets so much better because, okay, so Teen Wolf, it's like based off, it, it's like the general concept was like, oh, it's like the um, the kid in Teen Wolf. Like the movie. The movie. Michael oh J. Fox movie Michael from J. the Fox 80s, movie. which is an insane movie. <laughs> and I tried to rewatch it recently, and it's it's rough. Yeah, I bet that doesn't. You know there's a Teen Wolf 2? And Jason Bateman is like is like Michael J. Fox's cousin, and is it and all around he him? He also has some some. Uh, he's also a wolf boy. Wolf boy, and he's in college at that time. I would like to watch that one actually. I'd I like think... to skip the first one and watch that one. I already watched Team Wolf. Skip in the past. Michael J. Fox? <laughs> no, I won't. How could you do that? Um. Anyway, but this it's absurd because instead of playing basketball, they mm. play lacrosse. Oh my god! <laughs> and the whole thing's set in California, so it's all very California. But <laughs> Ken's covering his eyes and still hasn't looked up. Okay. It's truly bad. But anyway, so the first the first two to three seasons, the villains are not interesting because they're still working off of the villains that like the not normal villains, where it's like he turns into a werewolf and then he's got to fight like the basic bad guys. Right. And by like season three and four, the bad guys are like these crazy. Like 
versions of things. Can I just... Do you know that the original movie... He doesn't really fight anyone. No, he doesn't He's do like anything. He's like fighting himself in his right. lack of like yeah. self-esteem and confidence. No, I know. Like that's I do know that. Like in the <laughs> in the original, it's just him being like uh, I'm turning into a wolf. Yeah. Like a major victory in the first one is when like his eyes glow so he convinces a guy to sell him a keg of beer. He's like victory won. Like it's like right. defeated evil. Actually, that's a good point. That's a teen movie. And this is like a um, supernatural. Yeah, show. no, I know. It's, they, like, it's, that's, like, a, it's yeah. like a very sharp divide. I was talking. You, you could talk about this. I was talking about this with um, our friend Baz earlier um, about uh, Riverdale and um, mm-hmm. Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina, and she was like wondering. She's like, "Oh, they're com- comic books," and she was like, "I had no idea that they they had comic books like like that." And I was like, no, the, the original comic books were more like, uh, were not as dark for either one. Yeah. They're sort of like everyday life in a way. And like had some like, I mean, well, the, the Sabrina every, ones. Everyday life in a world where everyone likes Archie. <laughs> no, I know. But, but people people always um, either applied meaning or found meaning in them by basically like they, they found these archetypes, right? Mm-hmm. And they could talk, they like extrapolated that. Yeah. And I think be, they became sort of um, uh, these... Uh, sort of cult uh, the, the Archie book became a sort of a cult hit in that way and I think from that they were like oh we can make like a darker well they did it as a comic book first the so darker version the, no 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 I mean it was the original right. thing from like the 50s right. that we all know from yeah. like well right. we don't really know it but it's, I mean, it's referenced that's what a I, lot that's what I used to go when I would go to the comic book store with my brother he would go look at comic books and I would go to this little floor aisle where they had a ton of Archie comics and I would just read those Huh. And they were, I mean, it was barely content. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, oh, Betty. But then they, re- they redid it? There then like they redid run? it. Actually, it's a really interesting thing because the creator, I believe, he got sued by Archie Comics for, um, he did a like musical, like an off-Broadway musical of Archie, but like everyone was gay and it was like this whole thing. Okay. And then Archie was somehow going like, I mean, it, it was no longer making any money. And then he came in, he was like successful and like kind of like rescued it and like put in this whole dark element oh, okay. of Archie Comics. And Sabrina was under the same thing. Got it. So Sabrina the Teenage Witch and Archie Comics were like these kind of like super lighthearted things. And then he came and made these graphic novel versions mm. that were like, instead of like that, they were much more like a deep, dark secret type thing. I will say the really interesting part is that they... There are not that many comics in it. Like, there aren't that many graphic novels. When Mm. you think about how much you would expect to be made before a movie gets made. Like, when you think about Spider-Man, it's like, there was thousands of comics before they ever even made a Spider-Man movie. You know, or were doing that. Like, there was just so much stuff. Whereas this... That's some cool TV shows, though. Yeah, they did. But still, I mean, there were still a billion comics in the the backlog. Yeah, I do do think with Spider-Man, though, they, they had to wait... For it to be, to be able, someone to be able to fly, <laughs> it's weird because I think that they were like, we can have a Superman, right? But we can't. Like it was harder for them to figure out a <laughs> Spider Man. Like, That's got like, there's a really cool thing. Yeah, that like happens. A, it has to be a natural sort of swinging sort of thing, and they're like, we can't do that. <laughs> like, okay, give me thirty years. That's what they said. Um, I'm glad, well, I'm glad you're correcting this because what I told Bez was wrong. Oh, I'm so now she can listen it. and be like, oh. Yeah, what, and if she doesn't listen, her fault. She'll, be <laughs> She'll never walk know. around with ignorance. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah. so But the interesting part is I just got Sabrina, the graphic novel, from the library. But there's, I think, only like... Because, you know, they come out in comic books, which mm. are like really thin. But then the, they'll do book editions. Right. Um, wait for that book. Yeah, so I, like anyway, just there's only one book that I can get from the library. And I was pretty shocked 
because like the fact that they have a whole TV series based off this exact version, that means that they have a really good connection to Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that means. Um. Anyway, I didn't mean that you were talking about Teen Wolf. Sorry, uh, really, it doesn't matter. No, the point I, is, I, um, it does matter. This all matters. I really, I would just say, if anyone was ever thinking about watching Teen Wolf, a, you probably don't need to, but b, start season three. Okay, that's all I want to say. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You can't make me. Um, what was our connection this week? Oh, it's really good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the. Um, Aiden Gillen. Aiden Gillen, yep. who is Spooky Man in Game of Thrones. Spooky Man in Game of and Thrones. And he was in... Sorry, I, I thought I could do this, but I can't. Was his name in, in Game of Thrones, Spooky Man? He was in Shadow Dancer in 2012 with oh, Gillian Shadow Anderson. Shadow Dancer. <laughs> and we don't have a ton of facts about Shadow Dancer other than it's like a... Um, it's a playoff private dancer by Tina Turner. I just want to mm. know that. Gotcha. No, but this is, it was a movie that was, came out in 2012, but it was set in the 90s in Belfast, and then, like, a member of the IRA joins MI5. Oh. Madness ensues, Mm -hmm. I assume. Um, But he, then she, Gillian Anderson. So, Aiden Gillen Mm -hmm. and Gillian Anderson. Were in Shadow Dancer. Yes. And then Gillian Anderson was in an episode of Frasier called Dr. Nora. Did she play Dr. Nora, I wonder? Uh, she did not. That was... Uh, Christine Baranski? Christine Baranski. Oh, how did I know that? Because <laughs> you're really good at everything. <laughs> no, because you can remember things for more than two <clears throat> seconds. Also, fun fact, she was just a voice on that. On oh. an episode of Frasier. Because they would always have celebrity voices, voice things. Oh, right. As like, was, as like a call-in? Do we yeah, know? They, they would do all the call-ins. Yeah. So it would be like, I've got a problem. But it would be like, this famous person's voice who you know. And they would just do them over the phone. That's what I found out from a Perry Gilpin podcast. Because I do my research. Not our Perry Gilpin podcast, sorry. Wait, I thought we were the number one podcast. Why <laughs> we, would we need to research we, other okay, podcasts? Well, we, I think we are, but then sometimes she goes on other podcasts. Oh, you're talking about the interview that you listened yes, to. that you never did, yeah. Well, I bet I told you about it, though. So I did my part, I think. <laughs> I also have a uh, Google alert set up I'm the researcher, you are the... Researcher. Researcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's our connection to Perry Gilpin. Just to remember, this is Two Degrees to Perry Gilpin when we find Two Degrees to Perry Gilpin. Oh, I want to watch The Spy Who Dumped Me. Which, which spill, Spillin? Spillin of Gillian. Speaking of Gillian Anderson, uh, she's in that. She's in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll watch that for next time. I'm very excited. I've gotten a lot of positive, um, specifically to me, like... Should I tell everyone that I've seen it already? He's seen it. He saw it in a plane without me, even though he said, I can't decide if I should watch this or this. And I said, let's watch The Spy Who Dumped Me together. And then he was like... I said, okay. Okay. And then he was like, it was really good. (laughs) Very nice. Good friend. Great. (laughs) Any other recommendations or is that good? Well, I wasn't going to recommend that movie, but I will now. Spy Who Dumped Me. Watch it with us. Uh, So we're going to be doing it next time. So if you want to watch it before then, um, you can, uh, when you hear us bumbling around talking about it, you can be like, oh, okay, okay, guys. Um, Whoa. Reading a... (laughs) It only makes it worse if you react to it. Wow, we're getting a little long in the tooth in this episode, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I'm reading a book that I find hilarious, and I find also touching, even though it's talking about like these sort of aristocratic 
assholes from the uh, the Upper East Side, but it's called French Exit. Mm. It's it's by a author named uh, Patrick Dewitt. He was the guy that wrote Brothers Sisters, uh, the Western I saw a little while ago. Oh yeah. Um, got a lot of recs from people on um, on Twitter, and I, so I started reading it. It's I just think it's so so damn oh, so funny. So just to confirm, so this is another book written by a man. Um, here's and the, how where are all those books that you were going to read that were written by women? Here's the funny thing. I I'm in the middle of that power book. Like I haven't even finished that. I I it's halfway through. It's just sitting there. I started this book, but after this book, I'm going to read the guy's <laughs> power book. Oh. And then I'm going to read Ruth B. Franklin's book on Shirley Jackson, her biography, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to read it. But I need to I need to read this first. Well, um, thanks so much for listening. If you want to uh, leave us a um, review and complain about Ken's uh, lack of reading female novelists, um, feel free. <laughs> <laughs>